0: directly
1: with the correct amount D20 Radio your gamers roll Never on Renewed Actual Play Podcasts at Never Run Campaign Setting. I'm your Game Master, Eric. And welcome to another episode. This is the final episode of this elongated session that we had without any breaks. Apologies for the change up in format. And I know the episodes have been a little bit shorter due to the way we broke them up. So I wanted to offer you all a early campaign style treat of a cold open to lead into this episode. So I hope you enjoy this peek into events happening away from the party, and that you enjoy the rest of the episode. And before we get into it, apologies, I am getting over some kind of cold flu thing, so if my voice sounds a little bit rougher than normal, that is why, and hopefully I'll be back to 100% before anyone knows it. We see Sharn, the City of Towers, lit up at night, but this is a different Sharn than the one our campaign has seen Its duration. The lights are much more colorful, brighter. The sky skiffs that zip between the towers aren't skiffs at all. They're fully enclosed, not made of sore wood. It becomes apparent that this is not the Sharn of 998 YK. Rather, this is the Sharn that Cassian of the Lighthouse Consortium hails from. After a moment, we find ourselves in a well appointed office. We see a stern but stressed Eladrin woman sitting behind a desk. She is looking over some tablets that seem to glow with faint light as they transparently show inscriptions that are scrolling in real time. The rest of her desk is well-appointed, decorations here and there. There's a single framed image of herself herself with two other figures, rather tall, half-orc, bald glasses, and a bright-looking gnome woman. It's clear from the clothing and the background that this picture was not taken in the sharn in which she currently resides. After a moment, the door to her office opens, light from the hall crashing in to the cool tones that she had set the ambiance for her office and a rather large war-forged man comes stomping in. All right, Quincy, it's up. You saw the feed. You saw what happened. They got his eye. That's it. He knows too much. The Eladrin woman closes her eyes for a brief moment, lets out a sigh, and looks up. Executor Zephyrian, take a seat. Don't know if it's time for sitting right now, miss. Be that as it may, I understand your concern. The fact of the matter is that if not for Miss Kegbottom's breakthroughs, in her field, Lighthouse Consortium would not be a fraction of what it is now. So certain concessions, we've been making those concessions for quite some time. I was against it at first. I felt like I was the only rational one in the room. But I understood what you said. She created the magic. So she should be allowed to do something with it. And when the time came, she did it. Didn't ask anybody, but she did it. and We let her play this little game, even when it almost cost her own life. Director, Gwen, they have his eye. I know, and I know what that means. Our teams are out there, they're they're looking for, do you think that matters? The training's very clear on our end. If you're out in the field and you see them, you run. If they catch you, two quick stabs, then you're no longer a threat. Yes, but he did not know that. Of course not. He's not trained, shouldn't be exposed to any of this. She shouldn't have done that to him. But since she did, it's now a problem. What would you have me do executor do you want me to send someone to kill him do you want me to snatch her away from the controls hope that her daughter will be willing to step up when we've performed a coup on her department or do we just hope and trust that someone else can serve her function i'm saying that it's time to do something now my team more than willing to step up where we need to try to cover any gaps but the way things are going Cassian's grown too soft with her. You know that. Cassian doesn't even listen to the rest of his team anymore when it comes to her and that version of Milo because he met them. I told you when that happened. That that was the concern. That Cassian had grown too close. He wasn't objective anymore and he should have been moved to a different department. But you said that Cassian would be able to handle it. And you were wrong. I know, but... We need Kylie. and We need Mackie. What are our options outside of removing Kylie and Maggie from their station. And let's exclude killing Milo as well. Well, I could get someone in there. Kylie's got to sleep. See if we can tamper with the uh, implements to make the connection severed. Just cut it off. She might think that something's malfunctioned. She, gods, probably be able to repair it. But it would buy us some time. But honestly, there's no putting the genie back in the bottle at this point. They have his eye. What does Milo know? What do we know that Milo knows? Director Quincy grabs another one of the glowing tablets, examines it for a moment. According to the logs and transcripts, the points of concern are there have been a couple incidences where Milo has received a vision of the facility that Kylie is in. None of it is very actionable. It's enough to get an idea of the vague layout. If they were to figure out where the facility is to begin with. So they would be able to plan an attack strategy without knowing where they were attacking precisely. Also, timeline 2166, that safe house is compromised. And he overheard some conversations that Cassian and his team were having about the, well, one of the other problems that are ongoing. Well, it's good to hear that they'll be disappointed, at least, in what they got. Hopefully, or maybe they left one eye for a reason. When they have a connection to him, they can find him. Sure, that one can't get to him on their material plane, but Dern can, one of the other ones could, if they really wanted to, or send one of the little minions after them, like Dern already has. And that thing is running around in their timeline now doing God's knows what. They left an eye for a reason. They'll come back to take the other one after, out of concern, kylie tells him more or he figures out more or some weird vision happens or he comes here gods forbid it and then they'll be able to walk in here without a problem half of the problems we have right now navigating the timelines are because they get eyes and can wriggle their way into timelines and mess things up and then it creates these variants that want vengeance so they start hopping timelines and we have to deal with that Because they don't care about the consequences of their actions. I know. Nobody said this work would be easy. Zephyr. Executor. Zephyrian. Stop it. Gwen. Come too far for that. I'm just trying to tell you. Push comes to shove. The work we do here matters more than any one person. That's what I tell my team. That's what I tell myself. And that's what I'll tell you. Over and over again. Until you start to listen. If we need to, get rid of Milo. If we need to remove Kylie from her post, if we need to remove Maggie from second-in-command of her post, so be it. So long as we can keep saving timelines. We're talking trillions of lives. No one person's worth trillions. Very well. What's your recommendation, Zephyr? Honestly, my recommendation is one of two. Either we extract Milo and get him here so we can sever the connection permanently and Kylie can have her happily ever after that she's fantasized about all this time while she's been voyeuristically watching this man and his friends. Or, don't need to kill him, just have to get rid of that other eye. Which one do you accept, Director? Hope you enjoy the episode.
2: Eris Eris gets up and the... Building was pointed out to us. Starts yeah. walking towards the building. Does everyone else go?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hob fill
1: up a plate to <clears throat> take with. Yeah. it has got a chicken on each hand. Yeah. Just frunk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you all approach the the domed building. Once you get closer, you once again see that it's open air. It's it's not closed off. There's a large table in the center. You see sauna still from the neck down in her ghost tiger gear.
2: Where do people hang things? There's no walls.
1: From the ceiling, <laughs> looking over, Ulfen, and there are three uh, angelic figures, like Claudio, with the more hawkish wings, working. Like they, they seem to be channeling some kind of magic into Ulfen, and you see the halfling woman near Ulfen's arm that has been strapped down his other arm is completely free, but the one that was cut is strapped down and she is channeling. And it looks like she's trying to pull magic out of it is what you all see when you
0: approach. Hobb stares dumbly because this, I mean, magic isn't, is, it's magic to him.
1: I don't know. What else to- and often seems to be sedated in some way. Like he's not writhing around and screaming in pain anymore. Eris goes around to the
2: other side and just lays a hand on ulfan's remaining hand
1: yeah you see that there there is a pretty significant layer of sweat over olfin's face and he looks a bit paler than he normally does and yeah you yeah it, it just seems to be that the life force within him has been weakened lessened and they are working on extracting that
3: Milo's just kinda off at a little bit of a distance, just watching, probably in awe. I'm sure he senses how much power is in what he's seeing.
1: And yeah, you as you are you standing near the halfling woman or by sauna or just by Ulfin and Eris, like where where does Milo near the Halfling Woman okay. but just
3: not like not right yeah, up yeah. on it, just kinda he wants to get a good look at what's going on, but he's not like right gotcha. up in her business.
1: Um, Reynard, where are you all Go? Are you just standing back? or Are you coming up to get a closer look? I don't want to look closer. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I assume I get closer. I I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm
0: sorry. It's neat looking. Yeah.
1: And you see the magic that the halfling woman, you see like golden energy kind of emanating from her hands in a column. And in the center of the column, you see kind of sickly grayish, kind of the, the look that was duller while you were in it, in the center of this column that's being like, flowing out of Olfin's Stump, but it's moving at a very slow rate. Give me a perception check, Milo, as you stand near the halfling woman. And uh, it is going to be just two purple. I can't tell purple. Those are both red.
3: They look purple, but they're not shaped like Purple's purple. a different shape. These definitely look purple. So that's... Okay, I get confused on the X and the, this thing.
1: You have succeeded with two, two? success two threat. Uh, take two points of strain. You, after, like, you all have been there for about 30 seconds, and it's clear that the halfling woman is also straining as she's manipulating this magic. She lets up and kind of flexes her fingers, and you hear her under her breath, Milo, mutter, "Damns you, Tarrant, as she walks away.
3: Could you say that again?
1: He damns you, Tarrant. 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 T U R A N T. And she kind of walks away for a bit. Like, clearly, like, magic's putting a strain on her body, so she's taking a brief break um, while the other three Archons keep channeling their magic into Ulfin.
3: Uh, Milo goes up to her. Yeah. And says, I'm not super well versed in healing, though I do have just a wee bit of ability, especially compared to. Yours, obviously, but is there anything I could potentially do to help or assist in any way?
1: I I appreciate the offer, thank you. No, I'm I'm fearful that if if someone other than me were to attempt to extract it, it might transfer rather than being negated. Is the concern? So yes. No, I would would not want you to get infected with the magic of Dolor.
3: I see. By the way, I did not ever get your name.
1: My my name is Erian. This, Yes.
3: Erian, I see.
1: The, the original nomenclature was plain of Erian, and then people just shortened it yes. to... Yeah.
3: Well, I'm, I'm Milo, and... Nice to meet you, Milo. Once again, um, thank you for your hospitality. I will leave you to your business.
1: Thank you, Milo. And she, after taking a few breaths, returns and continues working on Olfin. After, I mean, she had been, they'd been working for hours before you all came over there. And so they are nearing the tail end of of it after probably another, I mean, do you all say anything else to the collected folks? I don't know. Then probably as you all stand there in the next 30 minutes or so, you see the tail end of the the gray magic that she is pulling out of Olfin. You see the tail end of it slowly creep through the column until finally it disappears at the other end and she finally lets out a breath and he'll he'll need another hour or two of rest for his body to recover but the the infection is no longer in his system and we've we've already healed where his hand was cut off we can i i'm going to wait until he wakes up because I do have some capacity to try to restore his hand, but uh, when he wakes up, I'll see if he wants us to attempt to regrow his hand, and we can move forward from there. I'm more than happy to send you all back if you want. He would arrive less than a minute after you all, once he has finished recovering, or you can stay here until he is ready to leave with you. No, I'm not leaving Elfin here. No, I think, I think we can wait.
3: Okay, yes, and, and there's some wonderful food out there, so...
1: <laughs> well, thank you. Not like we can
0: do a lot to prepare the place for it in less <laughs> than a minute, anyway.
3: <laughs> and I might feel less strained again before we leave.
1: Okay, so unless you all are going to discuss anything or do anything mm-hmm. while you're here... Go
2: ahead. Eris
1: slips, a pa- slips her her
2: drafting book under Ulfin's hand and traces it.
1: Okay, fair enough. After a... while he's while he's recovering, she's
2: just sitting there sketching.
1: Yeah. After another hour Olfin begins to stir and you see that Sana is visibly relieved when that begins to happen and he sits up and never let me leave and go to another plane ever again.
3: Right, that's what I was saying.
1: Oh, Eris hi.
3: Yes, but I feel it's a Hello. good thing we did because We what? You are
2: Oh right. Yeah, he doesn't know.
3: You've been essentially healed, other than. Sure that. does look like it. Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, not, I mean more yeah. to come on back in just a little
2: bit. You're not in the process of dying anymore. Well, more of
3: existentially,
2: but yeah, I get what you're saying.
3: Some of dolor
0: was still in you, and they took care of it here. It was a pretty big
2: deal. Awesome. Yeah. I feel you're like not crap. anymore. There we go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, me, join the club. So where am I? Sure, I didn't die. I'm surrounded by angels. We're in
0: Eirian. They brought us here to fix us, and they, you know, did it. Yeah. So, yes. thank you. Well,
3: and are you by chance hungry now, Olfin? What is your starving? Favorite, your favorite meal? I shall go. I'm sure I will go and get it for you <laughs> immediately.
1: And Eirian laughs and says that won't be necessary. And she like gestures behind her, and a, there's a table with food behind her that has
3: manifested there you go open is that my how'd you all catch that
1: here and often stumbles over to the table <laughs> i think hubs Hob, like try some of this and hands a peppery like so or fronds or whatever it is
0: i blacked out there at the end how did we get out we i mean we we killed all of them well we killed most of them the boat stopped moving we were already dead fine we reached up
1: we reached our destination oh so we stopped sailing so right well, we docked way. and it stopped right boy Now I know. Not getting on a boat anytime soon. What would it be? Any boat?
2: Any boat that would happen to?
1: Oh, I guess that we still didn't establish if it's the boat or me that's cursed. No, we did not.
3: I think we're just going to let that one remain a mystery. If you want to do some independent (laughs) study, then pal, go for it. So, So anyway, Claudio appeared and offered us some assistance to come to this plane. Vaguely. For healing and help. And we... Almost unanimously decided yes. It oh. was a good uh, idea.
1: Can't imagine who was against it. Olfen says with a chuckle. Well, thank all of you for the assistance and the healing. And Arian speaks up and says, about your hand, we can attempt my particular style of healing magic. I can't restore what was lost, but I can encourage the body to remake it if you want. And Olfen oh, um, kind of looks and...
3: You're Thinking about a hook, aren't you?
1: Well, I mean, there's lots of different implements that you could utilize, but also you could just hold them with a hand if you had a hand. You you make a great point. But (laughs) and Milo's watching Eris's. It goes with the, it goes with the aesthetic. You have to admit.
3: I bet you know. I I just bet that Eris could craft an amazing hook or something (laughs) even better for whatever aesthetic you wish.
1: Let me. I, I think I'm good right now in terms of the whole regrow in a hand thing, so I don't... Yeah. Thank you for making it not bleed anymore, though. You're most welcome. Well, now that your friend is back on his feet, are you all ready to return to where we found you, or we can le- drop you off yes. somewhere else if you like?
0: Oh, that sounds great. Let's go. Cool.
1: Okay. Yes. Well, it has been a genuine pleasure hosting you all, and I hope that you all don't need to return here. She says with a little chuckle. And... What about
3: just a, a general visit? I... As
1: you're speaking, Milo, she's waving her hand, and you all are standing on the deck of the four sails. arm starts bleeding, Eris falls. No. Oh, no! <laughs> she did say back where she found us.
2: I mean, I
0: think Hobbs just asked. He's like, all right, so did we, like, more? Do we need to tie down? Or what,
1: where are we at on the process? Yeah, you all are up That's against. That's question. You, you all have basically, the ship has stopped where the lot was that had been found that the four sails could reside in. So, yeah, you will want to moor it to the tower, but it is, like, up against it, as it were.
2: Eris starts to move and then, like, twinges and calls Egric over, who's still around, I guess. No. Eris summons Tasha because we left Egric and Tasha at the old previous place. And waits until they arrive and then has (laughs) Egric start hauling the boat into place. Okay. What's everyone else doing? Okay. I just wanted to be very clear that everybody recognized this worked. I made this ship fly. You did. It is not my fault that we went to Delure. That was not part of it. I didn't know about that.
0: Was there still a ship here?
2: Was there one in each plane?
0: Is that a thing? Was there a ship floating through Char? Do we... Is that a thing? How do we know? Milo, do we...
2: Well, I think we'd be surrounded by the watch if that had happened because we'd have drifted uncontrolled through Sean and probably caused terrible
1: traffic accidents. But we weren't uncontrolled. We were just driving it from a different plane. The the ship and you all went to Dolar. There wasn't a mirror ship that you all were on or anything. Yeah.
0: I'm just asking a question. (laughs) Yeah, no, it worked great, Hob says, as he's, like, trying to catch the side of the building with a a loop at the end of a rope.
1: (laughs) Uh, As you all are talking and working on that, you hear Olfen let out, like, a sharp, like, Ah! And, like, and Arthur has, like, clambered up Olfen's back and is oh. on his shoulder. You found the new place. Good.
0: Yeah, where were you, buddy? <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: or whatever. Great, Great timing. Informing to the watch. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly
3: what, uh, what an informant would do, would would say.
1: Now Just kind
3: of wondering if Arthur has now become your cat, Olfen.
1: And Reynard, do you want him back? No, we were only gone, like, three minutes. I mean, just in general, he lives at the four sales, pretty much.
2: No, he seems to like you.
1: He doesn't seem to dislike you. Well, I've got a lot on my plate right now. Look, I took a plate from the... (laughs) Uh, I got it. That one sucked. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, so...
2: I... I'm not going to sleep, because... And she, like, awkwardly, like, pulls one half of her jacket off, and there's these, I don't know, horrible, like shadowy black claw marks through one of her shoulders or something or whatever the visible representation. (laughs) It's described as horrific, so I'll leave it to your imaginations. Because that still really hurts, so I just, you know. um, Should I have him take care of that in Erion, Eris? Well, there were a lot of things and the broken ribs and the concussion seemed
1: the most pressing. Fair. So, right. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And he go back to the cauldron. Olfin scruffs Arthur and says, I think everybody's earned a night off. And before Sana can speak up, Olfin says, everybody, go home.
0: Well, if he says go home, it's his boat,
1: so <laughs> I guess it's time to go. <laughs> he wasn't, like, saying that to you. He was right. saying that to, to Sana. Where is the cauldron, Eris? Just so in case I...
2: It's visible. She points down the street. Oh,
1: that's very convenient. Yeah. Okay. Oh,
2: Frank, when is that party? When is that... this? some sort of party happening in this neighborhood in the immediate future. When is that happening? She looks accusatorially at Reynard and Milo. Oh, the reveal of your
3: statue. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we discovered there is no statue. The garden dedication oh. is in
1: two days. <sighs> yes.
3: yes. Thank Tasha. Oh. Two days. Two days.
1: Two days. Okay, I great. I'm going statue. to sleep then. Yes. So it'll get here that much quicker. That's why Eris is going to sleep. So
3: I'll be off as well.
1: Alright, well thank, thank you all for your help and sorry that it went the worst possible way it could have. It wasn't your fault. That's a little. And he holds up his thumb. Don't, 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 don't steal treasure. <laughs>
0: That's not their fault anymore. <laughs> I think we do now. <laughs> That's the distinction we're making these days, Eris. For certain people. What an interesting life we lead.
1: <laughs> okay, so everybody departs parts ways, and um, yeah. Okay, so what's everybody going to do? Eris is going back to the cauldron to not
2: to to stop maintaining a poker face. I think Hob
0: asked like anybody. Got anything to, need to take care of? I'm, I'm free. And if nobody says anything, he goes, Hey, are you good?
3: I'm trying to think if, if me not staying in my apartment would look more or
2: less suspicious <laughs> on the night of murdering my father. So, thoughts? I
0: mean, keep your routine. But also, how often does your routine involve
3: not staying at your
0: house that night?
3: No. Yes, yeah. I, I do know we don't go out and drink like we used to. You
2: should probably go visit your brothers at the family house. That's probably the... I
0: should
3: probably wait
2: until someone tells me my father's dead.
0: That's a great idea.
2: So I'll go home.
1: (laughs) Important.
0: Act surprised.
1: No! (laughs) A dagger through the heart, you said. We didn't. Oh. (laughs) Act surprised but not disappointed. That's probably the most accurate.
2: I am just hearing about this for the first time. Actually, I don't know if they would know where I lived. they they know I'm not that smart. <laughs> How many times has your apartment been broken into in this campaign? <laughs> That's fair. That's
1: fair. Okay, so Raynor's going home. Hobbs headed home? Yeah, so I think so. Milo, what are you doing? Head home. No. So everybody heads home for the evening. Anybody going to do anything until tomorrow morning? Like, any machinations? No? Honestly, Eris is probably
2: going to see whether she can work up a design to overcome her horrific wound in in either enhancing the gauntlet or something, because carried around, I don't know if you guys know this, but as it turns out, just carrying around critical injuries is not, not the best, mecha- best idea mechanically in this game. Not
1: sustainable long-term?
2: <laughs> not a long-term goal, because w- one of my current critical injuries is... Like six months old. <laughs> you know how you can tell
0: that I figured that out. I take care of my critical injuries in a timely.
2: Listen, if our available doctor wasn't super creepy, <laughs> he's good
0: I'm at what he does. Arena. Though the man, the man can yeah. fix a
2: crit. Old oh, Pebble Fist.
3: Pebble Fist is the best. He's yeah. my favorite. Eris, you need some healing. <laughs> See, that's exactly the correct response.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. So Eris works on that. And I suppose explains herself to Olive yeah. at some point.
1: <laughs> okay, Olive is increasingly less phased with each new outlandish mm-hmm. story. But uh, Eris probably allows Olive to tell her the
2: extent of whatever the horrific wound looks like, because if it was like her shoulder, which I think is how we described it, she probably cannot see the whole extent of it.
1: Yeah. So it, because we talked about it's it's it was a more ethereal strike than a physical. Yeah it's it's kind of disconcerting in that eris's flesh seems fine but it's discolored like it's it's Mm. claw marks that have removed any hue or tone from eris's skin to where it is just like pale pale pure white like jagged scar marks that have okay yeah yeah no no Finish. That was cool. Uh, You know, as as Eris moves the shoulder around and stuff, there is a sense of pain to it. Yeah. But as Olive examines examines it and, like, puts pressure on it, there's no physical damage to Eris's body.
2: Okay, but it looks kind of cool, doesn't it? I mean, it doesn't look bad. Right? Like, like, because, like, if they were colored, it would look cooler.
1: Yeah, you could tattoo over them. But the... That would be awesome. The pale white also looks cool and interesting like yeah yeah it's not bad
2: it's definitely the coolest of the ways that i've been grievously injured yeah it's
1: like a a spiritual scar it's very weird oh. <laughs>
2: that <laughs> describes so much of me oh man that was deep right okay okay well i've been to two different planes today i think i should go to sleep it's a of... big day it was awful it was an awful day yeah, I imagine. Sorry that you like, had to deal with that. Orphan got his hand cut off. Some sort of alien took Milo's eye. Reynard murdered his father. I did. <laughs> I did make the foresail fly. That worked. Just like the auracalkum worked. Yeah. But then on the other hand, it really, really didn't work.
1: But I don't know if that's on you. Like what you set out no, to it, accomplish. No, the magic. Yeah. The magic worked fine. It was just I did not understand. I did not know that's what was going to happen. And I don't think there's any reason why you should have expected that to happen or anticipated the possibility of that happening. Although... That makes sense. When you activated everything and it summoned an extra planar creature, that might have been... I don't know.
2: I don't know why that happened. It's got to be something to do with the... I don't know. The manifest zone's wrong for that. No, I don't know what happened.
1: I mean, I guess it has to do... I don't know. Well, I
2: think... I think I've decided that messing around in other planes is a bad idea. Everything, every time somebody's shown up and been like, I'm from another world, another world, let me tell you all about it.
1: It's like awful. Well, Cinder's been nice. Yeah. Technically Tasha's from another plane. Yeah, I don't know. Neither do I. trying to figure it out more as she looks over at the box with all the planar runes inscribed uh-huh. into it so unhappy about
2: that <laughs> i'd forgotten about that it's so bad easy bake oven of doom okay and you have where
1: we were going no i mean you i i helped bring the aura calcum to the four sails yeah and i mean from the time you all set sail i think it was just a few minutes it was, you, Harbin said anything i haven't spoken to him today no since he okay. came by okay
2: then I am going to go to sleep. Sounds like a good plan, Eris. And she walks upstairs and collapses completely clothed onto her bed.
1: So, morning comes. Anything anybody's looking to do with their, like, downtime, like, any individual things? Okay.
2: That is not enough time for me to make another resilience check, is it?
1: No, that's once per week.
3: It's morning, though.
1: I mean... You tell me I was asking if anything was happening during the night, if you want to have something happen during the night, you can have something happen during the
3: night. What t- what time is it when we got back and when we went our separate ways? I mean approximately, like afternoon. Yeah, it was afternoon. Afternoon, afternoon? Yeah. okay. So Milo goes home, rests till late evening, then begins to set out and uh, talking to himself like blasted Eris. Just, I knew eventually she was going to push for that, and uh, I have to admit it does make some sense, but, and I'm so sick of this magic, but do I really want to be leader of the Boromars, even just for a brief moment? But regardless of that, one thing has to be done first.
2: This sounds so ominous. It sounds like it's turning into a villain.
3: And he's on his way.
2: <laughs> okay. On his way...
3: To Narnia. Down the street, headed to the location of Vigo's imprisonment.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Um. So as you're headed that direction, Milo, someone stops.
3: The mind flare. Just <laughs> <It's laughs> <to laughs> start tying up loose ends. You know, Milo's still you know muttering to himself as he goes. Yeah. Cold door has provided the way, and now I shall provide the method.
1: As you're walking, though, Milo. You you see a um, a newsie on the corner with the shard inquisitive that is calling out for papers, and you see a stand, and you see the the Boromar name in the headline on the front page of the paper, and you see that the headline is extolling justice being served in Sharn as the wrongfully imprisoned and accused high-ranking member of the Bormar clan has been released since his confession was clearly a mm. act of coercion on the parts of the, the Sharn watch. And there's a picture of Vigo like on the steps like Given a thumbs up as, like... No. Oh, that's so much worse. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, that
3: <laughs> stops Milo dead in his tracks.
1: Do you look at the paper? Like, do you go read it? No. Okay. Well,
3: no, my, yeah, Milo's gonna... I mean, it's... Yeah, Milo's gonna go buy a paper.
1: Okay. So, takes the copper from you and hands you the paper. And as you're skimming it, there's a quote from Vigo, from the reporter, asking, like, now that you've gotten your freedom back, what's the, the first thing and Vigo, the quote says that he's going to be hitting the town to celebrate with the people closest to him and, yeah, just enjoying life once again. With the people closest to him, changeling agents of a dragon march.
3: <laughs> so Milo makes an about face with his paper and begins to head back to his home I say, well, I guess...
1: I mean, you would know where those spots are, Milo, but... What are you going to do just about do it? it? Just you know, do as it.
3: He's thinking, As he's walking, he's headed, he's turned to go back to his home, and he's thinking, like, spots where Vigo would be. But now it's, I had a plan for him in prison, how I could dispose of him. But now that he's out, I don't want it to just appear as outright murder,
2: which, (laughs) despite what it is,
3: (laughs) yes, it's obviously self-defense. I feel now it's more just delayed. Yeah, so it's, a, it's,
1: a, it's an extended timeline, but yes, self It's More just. justified now that
3: he's out. I, no, I, I have to. I have to. I must plan first. I'm not just going to go willy nilly and find where he is at this point in time. So, yes, back home it is.
2: Man, you should have willy. Andy Trevor is
1: right there as you return to your home, Milo. You do begin to feel a presence. Through the connection with your scar, and you—you you basically, once again, like you don't hear the voice. You just kind of sense the the questions and the information, and it's basically asking, like, "We lost you there for a second. Everything okay?"
3: No, everything's not okay. There's just too much going on. I've been at my wits' end for too long.
1: Yeah, you were on your way to murder a guy in prison. It seems
3: like it. Yes, I most certainly was. I was going to make it look like a—he hung himself. But
1: it doesn't seem like you're okay.
3: Well, do you know this being called Belashira?
1: I yes, yes we well, are.
3: Took my eye. Yes, and this magic—it seems like it just gets me into more trouble. And my friends are certainly disconcerted by it, which may be a mild word. And. I really do need to decide whether to try to not have the connection. If you were to essentially, like, hang up on your end, would it also sever the magic? Which is also troubling because then it means that I won't have any contact with you and, of course, Maggie, who I still haven't. Well, I guess maybe I have spoken to her Hmm. once but briefly. Do you know the- do you know the ramifications of any of this?
1: There's a pretty long silence on- on the other end before you- the- the thoughts begin to form in your mind of- there's no way to fully grasp the implications of interacting with the plane of Zoriat. I- I mean, it was selfish, Milo, what this initially was. I I was in pain, I saw you in pain, and I wanted to try to make things better.
3: And you most certainly did do that. So therefore it was also selfish on my part as well.
1: I, If you tell me that you want me to sever the connection, I'll honor and respect that. But you're going to have to tell me to do it, because I don't know if I'm capable of doing it myself.
3: No, I would not have that in any any other way. That would have to be, I believe, my my decision that I will have to live with. Um, I just, I if it if it were to occur, could it? But you would have no way of knowing if I wanted it back, because there would be no way to communicate.
1: No, there wouldn't.
3: Would there still be opportunity in the future to come there, should I so choose, as was mentioned. I mean
1: Cassian at least according to him gave you the information on where to be at the first opportunity that they feel like they would be comfortable with you leaving your timeline on the card that he gave you so you could show up at that time but if you miss that then no. if We wouldn't have any way to reach you Milo because if you don't want us to connect with you I mean I...
3: yes, no, I understand this is Something I did not share with my friends, that I just feel such a strong connection with you. I feel like you are my Kylie.
1: And you're my Milo.
3: Yes. Well, it's not something I'm going to decide at this very moment. I just, I want to do what's best for you and I. I want to do what's best for my friends and for potential innocents who are harmed by the things that occur with my magic and Vigo has been eating at me for a very very long time and I think the eye being taken was essentially the last straw and things had been put into place for me to take care of that and now he's out so now I even feel more justified but I think I need to take So, oh, and on top of that, Eris has again brought up about me becoming the leader of the Boromar clan, and she makes a lot of good points about that. So there's just too much going on. It's all muddled in my head at the moment, so I think I just need to take some time. But I can't stand the thought of losing my other Kylie.
1: Well, I hope it... I hope this doesn't cause too much strain or pain for you trying to decide what to do with all of this. All I will say is the biggest compliment that I can think to pay you is I think you would be genuinely terrible at running the Boromar clan.
3: Yes, I would certainly agree. And I absolutely love that compliment because you're absolutely right. But perhaps as a placeholder, if it were to come to that. Anyway, thank you for contacting me. I think... I think maybe I'll just head to the force sales.
1: And there's just nothing on the other end. I guess we'll call it there. Poof. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can head over to our Discord link, which you can find on our Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all the socials. Also the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the where I do various TTRPG videos. And there's a link to the Discord in all the video descriptions. So you can do that there. And now Philip's going to plug something.
2: There's also a YouTube channel called The Laughing Tree where I run an actual play using 5th edition called Kyber Shards. Eric plays in it when he's not acting.
1: True. Anyone else want to play anything? No. Okay. Go Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. We'll see you next time.